Welcome to the AI Hustle Podcast, the podcast where we break down the latest in AI news, tools, and interview experts helping you hustle and do more using AI. If you've been following the podcast for a while, you'll know that over the last six months, I've been working on a stealth AI startup. Of the hundreds of projects I've covered, this is the one that I believe has the greatest potential. So today I'm excited to announce AI Box. AI Box is a no-code AI app building platform paired with the App Store for AI that lets you monetize your AI tools. The platform lets you build apps by linking together AI models like ChatGPT, MidJourney, and Eleven Labs eventually will integrate with software like Gmail, Trello, and Salesforce so you can use AI to automate every function in your organization. To get notified when we launch and be one of the first to build on the platform, you can join the waitlist at AIbox.ai. The link is in the show notes. We are currently raising a seed round of funding. If you're an investor that is focused on disruptive tech, I'd love to tell you more about the platform. You can reach out to me at jaden at AIbox.ai. I'll leave that email in the show notes. The first thing to note here is that I really think this is a collaboration effort between Google Cloud and DeepMind. Now, a lot of people are like, how is this a collaboration? It's all just Google, right? DeepMind is a company Google owns. Uh, Google Cloud is a, de a department Google owns. And what I think a lot of people don't understand is just how massive Google is and how these different entities are like essentially different companies, pretty much. Google Cloud works on very different things. DeepMind is its own sort of segmented company. And, you know, this really was brought to my attention a little bit earlier this year when, um, I believe it was Google Cloud made a $300 million investment into Anthropic. And uh, people are like, oh, look, Google invested into Anthropic. Even though, you know, they have Bard, that means they're worried that Google Bard is going to be a failure. This is before uh, Google Bard had come out. And the rest of the Google team and over at Google Ventures are like, hey, just so everyone knows, we're a completely different organization than Google Cloud. Google Ventures did not invest into Anthropic. That was more like a cloud play, right? They wanted to get their cloud compute. It was a heavily funded um, AI company anyways, they knew it was going to be doing some compute. So Google Cloud wanted to snap some of that up, not miss out on it. Um, but, you know, they were like assuring everyone, don't worry, we we have high hopes. We think Bard is going to be great still. So that was kind of funny to me way back then to see. And it, it's kind of playing out again today. So Google's specialized AI research division is, of course, DeepMind that was acquired. It was a UK based firm before they acquired it. And this they're creating essentially a new tool for watermarking AI generated images and it's called Synth ID. So the tool is in beta and accessible to a select group of users on Vertex AI, Google's platform dedicated to building AI applications and models. And interestingly, this tool is, you know, tailored exclusively by Imagine Google's text image model that is only available on Vertex AI. So Synth ID is designed to essentially um, embed a digital watermark directly into an image's pixels. Although the watermark is essentially invisible to the human eye, it can be detected by specialized algorithms. This move goes beyond Google's earlier announcement about embedding metadata to essentially identify visual media um, created by AI. See, the problem with the metadata is it's fairly easy to get around uh, metadata, right? You can take a screenshot of the image. Now all the metadata is gone. You can, you know, download the file and change the metadata yourself. There's all sorts of things you can do to change metadata. Um, but this goes a step further when by, you know, embedding it in the pixels, generating um, something in the pixels that can be detected by algorithms. Essentially, it's very, very difficult to um, to make it so that's undetectable. And it's going to be interesting to see if Google does similar or if other AI image generating platforms do similar things. Like imagine if Midjourney did this, it would be very, very difficult um, 
to ever get that out. Now, the, the thing I can think of is if you grab one of these images that has the kind of like secret embedded watermark in the pixels and you ran it through another AI platform, because there's a lot of platforms where you can like upload one image and make like a similar one. Um, that would be one way to get around this. However, uh, if the big ones like Midjourney start doing it, then really if you want one of the top of the line images that's generated, it's going to have that embedded. So this is very interesting. And I think that might be the, the solution to a lot of people's kind of concern about like, how do you actually identify some of this stuff? Images, they're already doing this to some degree with text, although OpenAI is not very transparent about, you know, how they do that. And they also shut down their program to detect AI generated text. So that one is a little bit, uh, I'm not, I don't know too many details on that, but this is very interesting. So DeepMind kind of elaborated on the importance of this development in a blog post, and they said, quote, while generative AI can unlock huge creative potential, it also presents new risks, like enabling creators to spread false information, both intentionally or unintentionally, being able to generate, um, AI, being able to identify AI generated content is critical to empowering people with knowledge of when they're interacting with generated media and for helping prevent the spread of misinformation. So I think what really makes SynthID noteworthy is its resilience. Um, this was developed by DeepMind and it was further defined, redefined um, in collaboration with Google Research. And the tool's watermark remains detectable even after various image manipulations like applying filters or altering colors right so you can't just throw this thing in photoshop and you know adjust the colors on it or in lightroom or something and, and expect that this will go away so the tool essentially uses a pair of ai models trained together on a diverse data set for both watermarking and identification um that said i will also say though synth id is not like perfect well it can't you know, guarantee a hundred percent detection of watermarked images. It does distinguish between images that might contain a watermark and those that are highly likely to. So I think that's so interesting, right? Like we're so used to watermarks, like a photographer or you know, like eye stock or someone just stamping a massive watermark on the image. You can't get away from it. In this case, it's like so undetectable. They're like, this might have a watermark, or like this image has a high probability of having a watermark. It's so interesting, right? It's not just like a yes or no detection. So. And I'm sure that will get better in the future. But in terms of future applications, DeepMind says, quote, Synth ID isn't foolproof against extreme image manipulations, but it does provide a promising technical approach for empowering people and organizations to work with AI-generated content responsibly. This cool tool could also evolve alongside other AI models and modalities beyond imagery such as audio, video, and text, right? So this could, this concept could be applied to everything. And I think that's what's really interesting about this is not necessarily like this technology is perfect today, although it's probably fairly decent. Um, it's the concept of like hidden embedded watermarks in all types of AI generated content. Eventually, I'm assuming whether regulation or self-regulation, this is going to be included in all of the, um, all of the corporate models. And then you're probably going to get a bunch of open source models to like, you know, get around that. Like, I don't want my images to have AI watermarks, so I'm going to use this open source model, right? So there's definitely going to be that whole like underlying um, area as well. So I think the concept of watermarking in generative art is not very revolutionary. So for instance, French startup Imitag, which launched in 2020, offers a watermarking tool resilient to resizing, cropping, and editing. And this is actually similar to SynthID. Another firm, Steg.ai, employs an AI model specifically to apply resilient watermarks. So the push for watermarking AI-generated content, I think, has gained a lot of traction 
China's Cyberspace Administration recently mandated that all generative AI, including text and images, be marked clearly. And additionally, during recent U.S. Senate committee hearings, um, Senator Christian Sienema uh, emphasized the importance of kind of transparency in generative AI, particularly through watermarking. So people are talking about this uh, in legislation in the United States and China and other places. Several other AI tech giants and startups are also making strides in watermarking. Microsoft committed to watermarking AI-generated images and videos using cryptographic methods. Um, Shutterstock and also Midjourney have adopted guidelines to indicate AI-generated content clearly. But I would also say, you know, like a universal standard for watermarking is still not a real thing in today's day and age. Currently, SynthID is, um, you know, confined to working with Google's Imogen and isn't universally applicable. DeepMind is considering making SynthID available for third-party use soon, although the adoption by um, open source AI image generators would often, you know, lack the protective features of commercial platforms. Um, and so that kind of remains an open question. In any case, I think this is a really important topic, whether that's for images, text, or video, watermarking and knowing if an image is genuine or AI, I think is going to be a big thing that we're going to grapple with in the future. If you are looking for an innovative and creative community of people using ChatGPT, you need to join our ChatGPT creators community. I'll drop a link in the description to this podcast. We'd love to see you there where we share tips and tricks of what is working in ChatGPT. It's a lot easier than a podcast as you can see screenshots, you can share and comment on things that are currently working. So if this sounds interesting to you, check out the link in the comment. We'd love to have you in the community. Thanks for tuning in to the AI Hustle podcast. If you could do us a massive favor, we would really, really appreciate it if you could leave us a review wherever you get your podcasts. This helps people find the podcast. It helps people know this is a good place to go. And we would really, really appreciate it as it helps us continue to bring on incredible guests and share incredible content for you to listen to.